Hi, it's your girl Ada B and welcome to the Talks with Ada B radio show on your favourite podcast streaming platform. I am so excited to share some live moments with you all right here because it's an opportunity for you to get to know what the Talks with Ada B platform is really all about. Although no topic is off limit, it is a clean show that is set up to educate, inspire, entertain, whilst putting you onto unheard sounds from around the world via our very own international submissions playlist. Currently, we air twice a month on a Thursday from 7pm. So I highly recommend you follow the socials at Talks with A to B to know when we go live and keep up with all the platform has to offer. Enjoy. Lovely Toya, are you there? I am, I am, I am. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you here. I'm so excited to speak to you today. I feel like we've got so much to talk about. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm so glad, I'm so okay. Um, It's been a little bit ups and down season, but... We this. I mean, you told me something earlier that was quite interesting. You said that, uh, for those of you who don't know, she lives in Greece. And in Greece yeah. right now, they are having a celebration. Do you want to let us know a bit more about that? Yeah, so in Greece, we're Orthodox. Um, and always the Easter is one week after the Easter in the whole world. In some countries, like, have the typical date. Yeah. Um, so it's t- tomorrow is Good Friday, so it's a whole preparation in Greece. Like yeah. Easter is so 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 fun in Greece. You have uh, the preparation of the Easter bread, uh, the painting the red eggs, making wow. the Easter cookies, um, different kind of things. Like I think we have the lamb. Yeah, I think I'm saying the right. It is the lamb. Yeah, we, like roast. Um. A lot of meat to eat. Oh my god, <laughs> you eat yourself to <laughs> So, yeah, it's really fun. I love that. That is so cool. I mean, Brits, we need to take notes because, yeah, we're, I think everybody here, in the, especially in like England, Easter time, it's all about the bank holiday weekend it's all about going to your favorite bar or restaurant having some drinks Mm. eating you know the local dishes and there's no that sense of like tradition anymore um I do miss that because growing up I did like that you could go like on easter egg hunts and I'm not saying that I don't think those things still happen but they definitely don't happen at the scale that they once did um uh so yeah it's just um sad we don't we don't really enjoy it in the same way unless you go to like a really good church or something and they they throw like different events and things it's the average mm. person wouldn't necessarily do anything they could even just be at home <laughs> and, and and not do no. anything, not even make any special dinner or anything so hearing that about Greece mm. I was just like wow I love that I can imagine yeah, what, like, we do. that what it, the country would feel like during that time it must feel special yeah love that cool so of course, you know, lovely Toya, you are a woman of many talents. And, um, <sighs> you know, you're a woman who makes, you know, really, really lovely music. I love that you don't kind of like ping yourself into uh, a specific genre. You allow yourself to express yourself truly through your music. Um, and I think one of the songs of yours um, that I really enjoyed, Reminiscing You. Listen, I think yeah. there was a time <laughs> where... Every time I went live, that was like probably one of the first songs I played. 
I loved that song. I really, really do. I'm saying loved. I love it. I still love it. <laughs> um, but when I first heard it, I was honestly just like, whoa, this is so cool. And then to find that you had a whole EP and a whole body of work. Um, and then also just like seeing snippets of like your performances. I was like, this girl is the real deal. So I was like, we've got to get to know you a bit more. Um, we've got to get to find out like a bit more about who you are and your journey. So for those who don't know you, have never met you, enlighten us. Who is Love Itoya? Okay. Um, hey to everyone, first of all. I hope everybody's doing well. I'm a Greek Nigerian singer, songwriter. I'm 25 years old. Um, I started my journey very, very early. <laughs> um, like when I was like 16. Uh, wow. I started uh, performing in a local band, and after that, I was like the friends woman for like two and a half years. Yeah. And then 2019, I was like more sure that I want to be a solo artist, and that's when the whole journey began. Yeah, and last year i brought out a body of work my debut ep introduction mm -hmm. six tracks and i wrote on my music video mm -hmm. of uh, reminiscing you i love that i think that journey is so like it sounds like you always knew what you wanted to do um it sounds like it does it does yeah but, you know Behind every sureness and yeah. everything people see out there, yeah. there has been a lot of like doubt. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so it took a journey to like be sure. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And I think, um, I guess like leading up to like your first body of work, I mean, it's it's such a big, it's, it takes so much courage to do. Yeah. It, it really does. Like, people obviously think you know sometimes when it comes to music you know just get in the studio and just make the song and feel the vibes <laughs> um but they don't understand yeah. like it's you actually putting yourself into that music so would you say for yeah, you i mean you, you mentioned doubt where would you say that you know that doubt came from was that just more like yourself was it other people uh was it certain, a set of circumstances like where was that doubt for you um, I, as a person, mm -hmm. people see me as very powerful and opinionated and strong, but behind all that, there's so much doubt and, of course, insecurity. Mm -hmm. Doubt comes from within when you start comparing yourself and when you see people don't believe in what you're doing yeah. and limits you to the fullest, you yeah. start doubting. Like if you had like 10% of doubt on your own yeah. and when you go out and see the real deal of the world, mm -hmm. um, the 10% becomes 90% of doubt. Yes. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that that's where the doubt was from because when I left, I was in the local band and after I started being solo, after two and a half years being with them, it was not so easy because I was like, 
Are we, am I ready for this? I knew I was ready for it. I wanted that. Yes. But you know, there's always something at the back of your mind tells you that you're not ready. You can, you can yeah. handle, you can be the leader. You can be the boss of this. Yeah. 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 So there was a whole hover of cloud of doubts, but I went through it. So um, I'm glad that I stick to it. Would you say then for you, music, singing, performing, was that a natural talent? Was that a natural urge for you? Or was it something you found and you thought, oh, I love this and I can do it? Um, as you can remember myself, mm-hmm. music and dance were part of me. Yeah. From my mom teaching me how to dance. Yeah. So music was always part of my life. Love that. But I so much dive into it because dance was my first love. When I started watching MTV, because my mom always watched MTV. Yeah. And that's where I saw my idols, <laughs> which is Christina Milian, Beyonce, Disney Child, yeah. Keys, um, Aaliyah, Pussycat yeah. Dolls. And that's when I was like, I can do this. I love this. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And people like that, I was like, I got this, but I was more into it and more so sure that if she can do it, I can do it. But it will also be rolled out just with my hair back and forth. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Yeah, I was like around her age, or I think I was older. Yeah. And I was like, if she can do that, I, I, I can do that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that's where I was more sure that that's that's where I'm going to be. I, I love but that. I didn't know. That's so cool. I really do love that. And I, I love the fact that it was like you just always knew it, within anyways that this was something that spoke to you as a person. And I'm so glad that you pursued it because actually there's a lot of people that that from a young age as well, like you said, whether it's through their parents or just like, you know, their upbringing or just things they did at school, they realize like, oh, I, I love to do this. But they just allow, again, like the world um, to kind of take that away from them and make them feel like, you know, it's unrealistic to try and pursue this kind of dream or, you know, to pursue that kind of uh, career. What would you say then is like, your creative process has it changed much since you started the truth is that i always love to create melodies i remember that uh since i was little when i started songwriting on my own i just first create melodies hum them and then the lyrics come out and Love when that. I wanted to write something, I was always sure it was like something that really hits me and it's something that I've, I've gone through. Like I've yeah. always wanted to say things that really happened for my own life. Yeah, yeah. And that I really felt, um, you know, you, to say your own story. Yes. So my creative process till now yeah. is the same. It's just more evolving. Like I just start with me- melodies and then sing and sing the song. If the song doesn't stick with me, yes, I'll know that song is not going to stick to anybody in the world. Yeah. If I'm singing my song like 
and I remember the lyrics, remember the melody, and I'm singing it for a whole week. I'm like, that's the song. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it is. It's really it sweet. It can be challenging. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds good. I mean, because it's, it's true to who you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes I do feel like uh, if, you know, especially when you like love something so much and you really want to kind of like break through, you can kind of sometimes strip the soul from the process. But actually, it's that process um, is what is felt in that final product. And so the more yeah. you nurture the song, the more you love it, the more you fall in love with that process. Um, and you, you get to a place like what you said, where if the melody sticks with you, you know, that is the song. Like that feeling there, that's how somebody else listening to it is also going to be made to feel. If it, if, it, yeah. if you hit a certain note, you know, at a certain time in the song or at a certain tempo, somebody can go, oh, yeah, this is my favorite song now because she sung it just like yes. that at this particular time. And so sometimes, yeah, we forget that, like the beauty in that actual process. I love that. Hey guys, it's your boy Chris, and you're locked in right now with the Talks with A to B show. So obviously you have an EP out, okay, introduction. Yeah. And I guess this first part of the conversation has essentially been like an introduction to you, but I want to get more into that EP because aside from my favorite song on there, there's a body of work on there that's really, really good. And the composition is really well put together. Um, I, I love the diversity on each track. You Honestly, I don't know what to expect. When I first listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I think I'm going to get into this kind of vibe. And then you just completely switch up and give us something different. You said, I can do pop. You said, I can do R&B. <laughs> you said, I can do a little bit of indie rock. What do you want? I've got it on this EP. And I just love that because I think introducing yourself, especially as an, a new artist, is so important because you want people uh, to kind of off the bat know who yeah. you are in a way or, or kind of like what to expect from you. So please talk me through that creation process. How did you manage to compile such a list of songs? Why were these the songs that you decided to go with? And and who were you working with? Was it just one producer? Was it just one was it just yourself in the studio? Let me know more about it. Um introduction, the songs that are in there mm -hmm. have been written like since 2017, 2018. Wow. Yeah, Amazing. it has come a long way. Yeah, and I was in another state of mind yeah. as a person. Yeah, but um, Pepper Ben was written twenty twenty. Yeah, it was the last song that was written to enter the EP. Yeah, uh, Woman in was written twenty nineteen. Because Reminiscing really give me a headache. Because I experienced it. Yeah. And oh. that memory wasn't going away for like a year. Wow. And, I, and my brother was like, um, okay, what is something you want to write today about? And I was like, okay, there's one thing I need to get off my head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I just started writing about it. Wow. And that's how Reminiscing came out. Amazing. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, ups and down, party, and uh, what's real love? Yeah, our songs from 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, I needed to reintroduce myself because, like I told you, I was with a band and people yes. knew me as that kind of girl with soul funk because we were singing soul funk music covers okay. so people didn't understand what kind of artist I'm going to be yes. I loved I was singing soul funk music mm-hmm. but I listened to trap R&B yes yeah. so I had a whole combination so they were like okay maybe she's just going to be funk yeah, um, but when we were like putting the whole EP together, my brother and I, and I was like, I need to introduce myself. Yeah, and give different parts of me, because I I was so obsessed with R and B, and I understood that my voice can do different kind of things. Yeah, yeah. I think the most shocking song inside the EP is Consideration. That's the pop rock song. Really? Yeah, because people didn't expect me singing that kind of type of music. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure. Like, that song was, when I was writing Consideration back in 2018, I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people don't understand that. He was going for like lo-fi hip hop, things like that. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, I just switched it up. Yeah. Like a lot. And I was like, this needs to be more uh, aggressive and rock and just bring it out. Yeah. But anyway, um, we, I and my brother went to friends in Paris mm-hmm. and that's where we met our producers wow uh, there were two producers yeah mm, yeah and we just went there traveled during the pandemic in October 2020 we stayed there for like a week and we went do all the songs I had already the melodies the compositions the way I wanted it um, so I already knew how I wanted it to go production-wise. Yes. Um, so that was more helpful for the producers because when you're the composer and you have already know the melody and everything, so the producers are like, okay, we can <laughs> create it more better, better like that. So, yeah. But that didn't mean that I was not doubtful and oppressive because <laughs> I had so much doubt about oh. it. I mean, I just I wanted it to come out. Yeah, I wanted. I was so understandable. Like, people like this, or people don't like that. Yeah, like in yeah. I changed. I, I think I didn't change. I just, I just added more and more melodies. I even came back degrees, and I was just my keyboards, and I was like, okay, put this melody and put um, an instrument because I, I'm such an instrument addict. <laughs> I want. Certain instruments, certain guitar plays and melodies to be yeah. inside a song. So I was like that kind of control freak. But I, I, they really knew when to say, tell me, like, girl, you have it. It's okay. Do not do more. <laughs> yeah. You're okay with this. It's time to let go. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
That's amazing. I love that. That's like a little international project there. <laughs> I love that. I love that sense of like collaboration and I guess just allowing other people to touch your baby because like you said before, like, you know, when you already have it in your mind what you want and then you have to now trust somebody else to execute it in that way, it's it's hard sometimes. And you're like, are they really going to do it justice? Are they really going to, you know, represent me in the way that I want to be represented, you know? So I completely get that, to be honest. Um, it is, it's hard, but that it's, it's, it's a beautiful process. It sounds like, you know, in that journey, in a way you almost like, uh, found your feet w- would you say that's yeah. the case yeah um yeah yeah uh, i think it was a, a good start yeah and like i told you i started being in the music industry in 16 yeah 15, 16, and it's like 10 years now yeah and you know there was a whole journey in I feel like a starting baby of last year because yeah. that's when I feel that I really brought out a body of work. Yes, yeah. And something that is really true to me to show the world Yes, for them to listen. So, yeah, I think I love that. That, that's, that, that's it. That's it. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And guys, if you have any kind of streaming platform, even YouTube, you can listen to Love Itoya's uh, EP right now. It's called The Introduction. Make sure you do that. Um, What has your experience like been in Greece as a Nigerian? I mean, do you call yourself a Nigerian artist or you just like, because I guess you don't necessarily make specifically nigerian or african music you make you know you tap into quite a multitude of genres but yeah like how do you identify yourself as a musician a nigerian musician living in in greece and what's that experience uh, been like for you well when i introduced myself i introduced myself both from both nationalities Greek yeah. nigerian yeah because uh, i was born in greece but my parents my parents are nigerians yes so i don't forget both of them i, I remember my roots yes um being a greek nigerian in greece is kind of okay mm-hmm. but it has its own um challenges yeah because no matter how you're like you're different in skin yes and things like that. Yeah. But um, the more you grow, you understand who gives it a bad eye. Yes. And who gives it a bad eye. Yes. And you get to know that the world is like that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, I personally, of course, I faced a lot of um, obstacles and uh, racism and things like that. Yeah. But wow. I wouldn't say now that I'm going through it. Yes. But I would say That's that good. I'm going through it in another um, section. Okay. It's like friendships and ah, people around, right. but not in the racism type, you understand? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in the life challenges yes. type. Yes, yeah. But if you're saying about living in Greece, it's okay it's everything you're gonna see the good the bad and the terrible yeah that's what i'll say okay and just adding to that like trying to pursue a music career would you say that it's been pretty straightforward is there like a lot of places to like perform at uh, would you say there's like uh there's a music scene in greece like 
What's your experience yeah. been like trying to like break it through? No, I wouldn't say there are a lot of music scenes now. Okay. Before before the COVID, yes. Oh. But now it's so so limited limited wow. because the place I, I was born into is Thessaloniki. Yeah. Which I love the city. And yeah. this city was so vibrant. Yeah. Of course Athens, which is the capital, has a lot, but because I grew up in the city, this city has so much vibrance and music and things like that. But yes. now it's so limited, so wow. much. That's and it's so, so sad. Yeah, that is a shame. That is really a shame. Wow. Yeah, there are no, there are no more varieties of different kind of wow. music. You're just gonna is that just because like of loss of venues? Like there's no more, there's not as many venues? Or is it yeah, they're yeah, just not willing to? Oh, okay. Wow, so would you so would you say that in a way that's kind of maybe slowed down what you've wanted to do music wise, or have you found like another way to kind of navigate? Um, the truth is that I haven't been in the Greek music scene for like maybe up to two years. Oh wow! I've been traveling around yeah. and going yeah. on tour and concerts and festivals outside the country. Yeah. So okay. I don't really know how it is. I'm always checking it online and seeing people how they're performing. And when I just go for a stroll, yeah. I've seen places I've performed when I was in the local band. Yes. I've now closed. Wow. That is so crazy. And I closed forever. That's such so a shame. That's sad. Yeah, that is a shame. But I guess it's good that anyways, you've been able to kind of, as you said, take your music elsewhere. So it hasn't like stifled yeah. or slowed down your ability to still share music. Um, because mm. as much as, you know, we appreciate having like streaming platforms and things like that, it's still really important to be out there and connect with people. Um, because again, you are dealing with people and, and people like to feel like, you know, they're special, like they matter. And like, you know, when you put on a show and you give your best foot forward, you know, you make people feel like, you know what, even if I didn't necessarily like the music, I just love the fact that she gave us a show just because people love to feel like, you know, an effort is being made. So there is something really special about live performances, which is why I was curious to know what it was like uh, for you in Greece, because, you know, for you being a Nigerian and in Greece, I, I guess just having the understanding of what that experience is like, whether it's similar to what we have over here. Um, but from the sounds of it, it's very different, actually. It's very, very different. Um, the truth is that when I was in the Greek music scene, mm -hmm. I was something different. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, like yeah. they didn't have a black girl yeah. singing all soul funk and go with the dance moves and just bring the party on. It was something different and exciting for them. Yes, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, and I, I was like happy that I was introducing people to this kind of music. Yeah. Because I learned more about the soul funk music, mm -hmm. like singing Marvin Gaye, Etta James, the blues, yeah. and different kind of things, Aretha Franklin. Love it. So I was doing it in my own way yes. and seeing people coming to shows, sold out shows, mm -hmm. every time. Um, I just knew that I was um, creating an impact. Yes, yeah to people and mm -hmm. anybody watching me as a Greek Nigerian female artist and black because I didn't have no one 
as a role model. Yeah. So I yeah. just carried upon myself to be the one. Yeah. I can I get that to be honest. And I, I get that is representation is so important. Like you don't yeah, realise it, it until you're in a position where like there is no one else that looks like you and you essentially yeah. have to set the tone for what people can expect from you and, and and people that look like you and it's sometimes really annoying because obviously you are who you are and you should have freedom to be that and do that and that shouldn't necessarily mean that anybody else who comes through that looks like you has to do exactly the same thing mm-hmm. you know um mm. but i think it's amazing that you did it anyways especially considering those circumstances actually because it's a, it's a testament to your character as well to know that like okay yeah fine there isn't someone that looks like me and maybe I am only one of the few black girls that have have done this and are doing this but I'm going to do it because I love it um and that in itself is is a big part of your story and I think will make up a great part of your journey you know when you look back in another 10 years from now and you're even more successful um you know and it it will be definitely serve as an inspiration um for other you know uh african and caribbeans in in diasporas and other places around uh, the world because a lot of the time i think especially when you live in the uk you forget there's diaspora in other countries um mm-hmm. which is why actually you know when i first heard your music and i i realized that you lived in greece and i was just kind of having the opportunity to talk to you more i was like this is so interesting because where else would I speak to somebody else who's also from the diaspora but lives in a completely different you know country um it it doesn't happen actually as often as you know we think so yeah I I really appreciate you sharing uh that about your journey and about you know your music and, and where you are today hey guys it's your boy Chris and you're locked in right now with the talks of A to B show So I'm going to kind of like switch it up a little bit. And I always like to play games. I love games. Um, do you like yeah, games? Of that? course. Okay, I good. think I'm hearing myself back um, in the conversation so that they will not be. Oh, me. no. You should not be hearing yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to push the microphone away from me. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm glad okay. that you like quizzes and stuff because I want to play a game. <laughs> and, All right. Um, it's just a Uh, this quiz is really random it's just a bunch of general knowledge questions and I sometimes I don't like the fact that they say general knowledge because there's nothing general about these questions like unless you have a specific specific interest I don't know how or why you would know the answer to some of these questions but you might surprise me and so I'm gonna ask them anyways (laughs) are you ready yes okay so I'm gonna start off with what I think maybe an easy question i don't know um okay so the first question is which five colors make up the olympic rings five colors that make the olympic ring yes so there's five rings it don't have to be it don't have to be in the same um uh, layers right any oh it doesn't have to be in the right order no just i just need the five colors that are the Olympic rings? Okay, uh, yellow. Yes. Red. Yes. Blue. Yes. 
green yes uh white oh you were so close you were so close it was black black was the final color was it black in the, yes. the, the, the oh my god yeah I, I was like okay let me put the white of hope <laughs> <laughs> it's black uh, that was good though that was good that was really good okay okay so the next question is in which decade was madonna born I hope you're not Googling this. Oh, answer. girl. Oh, girl, please. I don't know that. <laughs> I love the honesty. The 70s? No, she's a lot older than that. I'll give you one more guess and then I'll tell you. 60s? No, she's born in the 1950s. 1958. Madonna what? was born in 1958. She's older. That's why. I told you that I don't want to know about. Well, you tried. You tried. Okay, so the next question is, what... Oh, actually, you might not know this one, so I think that's very specific to London. Um, what's the biggest animal in the world? Dinosaur. Actually, apparently, it is the blue whale. What? Yes, the, the blue, blue whale? whale. And apparently, I keep seeing this pop up sometimes on twitter but apparently whales are actually very evil and they eat humans and they're more dangerous than sharks oh girl please don't spoil my teenager <laughs> mind i always thought that if a shark and a whale and i'm dying in the sea that the whale will come and rescue me like the way in the cartoons no. apparently the whale will <laughs> eat you <laughs> The whale will uh, actually, they say the dolphins will rescue you, but the whales are kind of dangerous. Yes, yeah. The dolphins are actually sweet. They are sweet. Uh, apparently, they are very kind. Uh, but yeah, the whales, you don't want to be near them. And they are massive, a lot bigger than sharks, yeah. apparently. So, okay. If you ever go for a deep dive, make sure you steer clear of no, the whales. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, next question. Put the following Kardashian Jenners in order of age. You've got no. Kylie, Rob, okay. Chloe, Courtney, I'll, Kendall. I'm gonna Kim say something. Go ahead. I have never in my life watched the Kardashians. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> Let me just say that's clear. Not even one episode ever in your life. Ever, 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 ever. Never, ever, ever in my life. Never. I don't know why so, I was so surprised. But I know them individually. Yes. So let me, let me, let's go. Let's go. Let me okay. Yes. Yeah, so try and put them in in order of age. Just try and ever think of who you might think will be the oldest to the youngest. So you've got Chloe, okay. Kylie, Rob, Courtney, Kendall, Kim, and Chris. Oh my God! There are so many. There's so many names. I know. Chloe, Kylie, oh, uh, Rob. Okay. Yeah. Courtney, Kendall, Kim, and Chris. Are these the children? It's of all different of ages. It's, it's basically all the family, all the women and the okay. brother and the family. Rob and Chris. Uh, Rob, Chris, Chris is the mum. So I, I'll give you that. So she's the oldest. So you you got that. You said Chris and Rob. And so I'll give you Chris. Yeah. Okay. Who else? I put Rob. With? Then after Chris, because mm -hmm. Rob is the father, right? No, 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 brother, son, son to Chris, okay. brother to the others. Oh, they have a son. Okay. Um, uh, Chloe. 
Okay. That was Courtney. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Kim. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's Kendall and Kendall. Kylie. Yep. Okay. And Kylie. Okay, so I'll tell you right now, you only got three right. So you got Chris right in the beginning by putting her first. And you got Kendall and Kylie right by putting them last and after each other mm-hmm. in that order. But it after Chris, it goes Courtney. Then it goes Kim. And then it goes Chloe. And then it goes Rob. Oh. Yep. So, I mean, the, oh for God. someone who's never watched it, I mean, the fact that you got Chris <laughs> right at the beginning and yeah, Kendall I, I and know, Kim at I the end. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, that was fair enough. I can't even be upset. If you were somebody who watched it and still got it wrong, then I'd maybe be looking at you a bit different. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. Mm. I've only got three more, so don't worry. I'm not going (laughs) to... I'm not going to keep you here for too long. No, I'm here for it. Okay, so who painted the Mona Lisa? Mm. The famous painting of the Mona Lisa. Oh, my God. You know, you just said that in in my uh, in my school we had a painting every day, and I had to see it every day, but I never knew who painted it. So everybody <laughs> can go ahead and laugh at me because ah. I don't want to <laughs> say wrong name. <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't want to say because right now you're saying about painting, and I'm thinking about Picasso. <laughs> I mean, you're on the right lines. At least you've named an actual, you know, artist, <laughs> an actual painter. It's not I, bad. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's not that. It's mm. not for this particular painting, unfortunately. The person who painted the Mona Lisa is Leonardo da Vinci. Okay, you know. I <laughs> no worries. I know the name. But I, mean, I didn't know he's one. Yeah. Now I know. It's the first time for everything. Now you know, like you said. Okay, two more questions. What yes. is the capital of Iceland? Oh, what's the capital of Iceland? Yeah. Oh, you're making me just feel like I'm foolish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they say it's general knowledge, but again, I don't necessarily think these are all general. Some things, yeah, but some things I'm like, how are we supposed to know? The capital of Iceland? Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't be able to guess this. So I'm, I'm not even going to condemn you for not knowing. Should I tell you? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Okay, you could really spell it. <laughs> R-E-Y-K-J-A-V-I-K. Reykjavik. I don't even know how you say it. Reykjavik. Yes. Oh, you got the accent, girl. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The last question. Okay. A very important question if I do say so myself. Um, Typically, what four ingredients go into a cosmopolitan cocktail? Okay. Let me just say that again. I've never drunk a cocktail because I don't drink alcohol. Okay. I'm sorry, that's not a fair question. And I'll I'll give you a different one because that's actually not fair. Okay. 
<laughs> if you don't drink alcohol, I'll give you a different question. Okay, so okay. your final last question. <laughs> um, okay. What is a baby rabbit called? What is a baby rabbit called? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do I think I saw this on the internet once? A baby rabbit. It's in its primal stages. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> primal primitive stages. Like kitten, kitten, something like that. I mean, you're on the right track. You are on the right track, but it's definitely not a kitten. The cats, and they call them kitten. Yes. Things like that. I mean, you're on the right lines. I'm going to say something like kitten. You were close, because it's actually a word taken from the word kitten, and a baby Mm. rabbit is called a kit. Okay. So you were on the right lines. You, you, You pretty much had it. You just needed to get okay. rid of the 10 at the end of kitten and you would have had it. That's brilliant. Okay. I, I wasn't keeping score, but I feel like you did pretty well, to be honest. I think you did all okay. right. All right. Oh, I my gosh. Okay, so let me just come back and say this live on air right now. Everybody listen to me very carefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you were right. Kittens yeah. is actually the right term as well for baby rabbits. The studio manager just come in and told me. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So you're actually spot on. I can't believe that. I thought it was just a kit. I didn't know you could actually say the full word kittens. That's okay. crazy. I thought that was reserved for cats. Wow. Yeah, that's what I would like telling you like scored. for the babies and they're like kittens. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for playing that game with me. I really appreciate it. I really love it. <laughs> you did a good job. You really did. And uh, we both <laughs> learned a lot of things because I definitely didn't know the answer to half of those questions. So it was mutually beneficial. <laughs> it wasn't just testing you, it was testing me. But that is it for today's interview and today's show. Aww. Please, yeah. love Itoya, plug yourself, plug your socials, let people know where they can find you, your music. So, guys, I hope you had a great time with this interview because I did. <laughs> <laughs> you can find my music um, on all major platforms iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. Follow me there. And you can find me on Instagram with the same name, Love Itoya. Itoya is spelled I-T-O-Y-A because people always like to get it wrong. That's a wrap. If you liked what you heard here today, then you don't want to miss out when we go live next. Twice a month on a Thursday from 7pm at the Music of the Soul radio live station. Follow the socials at Talk to A to B for more information. And don't feel shy to use the hashtag to let us know your thoughts. Who knows? We might read it on air. Until next time. Bye.